All right. Welcome back to Talking Picture Talk, TPT for short. Episode 14. That's an inside joke. <laughs> that just happened a minute before we started. That's going to go over well. This is episode 11, I think. Uh, episode 10 took place over a month ago, May 9th. Just looked it up. We're about um, average about once a month. Yeah, about once a month. <laughs> 12 month a year. A month and a half. Yeah. Two months. No, that's going to change. Um, we have a, <laughs> we, have a, we have a game plan going forward for at least the next two months, but we'll talk about that later. Um, let's stick to the... What are you doing? Stay in the just present here. Um, just, uh, just rearranging myself here. Tonight we are talking about the directing, acting duo, Mark and Jay Duplass, the writing, Duplass brothers. Producing. Writing, producing. Guys do it all. Executive Did you sit producing cinematography? That, I think Jay might be the camera guy. Uh, possibly on, on some of them, yeah. Uh, but before we do that, uh, we I received a request from a good friend, my good friend and friend of the podcast, <coughs> longtime listener of the last <laughs> 10 episodes, um, John, Johnny Pick, John JP3, goes by many names. He enjoyed the uh, Jim Carrey episode, but said not enough Simon Birch. No Simon Birch at all. I agree. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, I, that must be one of his favorite movies. I don't know. Not, um, not serious. It has to be ironic. <laughs> it's one of his I, favorite movies. <laughs> I remember there, there, there's three. There's three. Well, the three times I remember it just being like you know in seventh or eighth grade, being in D's basement and watching. There's just three very specific things I remember of laughing basically as hard as I've ever laughed at a movie that's not supposed to be funny. And the first one was, there's a scene in The Rock at the end. It's when Sean Connery hands Nicolas Cage, like, the piece of paper that says to go to, like, Kansas to see the, like, government documents he hid for his honeymoon or whatever. So he hands him a little piece of paper, and it's, like, an address. And in the time it takes Cage to receive the piece of paper, look down at it, um, and read the address, Connery is he's, he's probably a mile away. He's like he's just so far away. It's at the end of the movie. You got it. Some bad editing. Right you got to see it. It's terrible. Uh, the second one is um, the car accident. <laughs> the car accident scene of Micho Black. <laughs> Brad Pitt gets hit by like three cars and he gets thrown through the air. It looks so fake. And we watched that about a hundred times, just just over and over. I haven't seen that full movie. Like we usually don't get past that part. Body's like and a then, piece of rubber going up in the air. It's, 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 you got to look that one up too. It's hilarious. But the third is <laughs> is when Simon Birch hits a baseball and it hits Ashley Judd in the head and kills her. <laughs> the way <laughs> just just thinking about it now. The John, way I'm sorry. <laughs> the way it hits her. Look what you've done. <laughs> like hello, Miss Wentworth. This was a terrible idea. Hi, Joe. Hi, Miss Wentworth. He he hits the baseball and it kills her. Is Jim, is Jim Carrey in this movie? I think he narrates it. He's like the older Joe's, yeah, right? He's Joe all is he is up. he ever he's on camera though? I don't know if I've seen it, but he's I remember in it the, in the very beginning. Little kid with the glasses. It, it's like he's in the the cemetery visiting um, Simon's grave. Spoiler alert! I don't remember oh. Simon. Oh wait, how does Simon Oops. die? The school bus thing? Yeah, the baseball to the head. She's just, but but it's like the way it hits her. It would it it could have been done in so many more like subtle ways, but, but it looks it's like it almost looks cartoonish. Like it hits her right head, she just goes over. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, yeah. So what, how does he die? He dies. He's like saving people from a school bus because he's like the only person who could fit through a window. Isn't that? What, he has like a disease. <laughs> am, I, am I thinking of the right? Yeah. No, he's fine. <laughs> He, um, the bus goes into like a river or a lake and Simon pulls all the kids out of it and saves them. And then he's the last one aboard. And I think Joe's about to pull him out, but he doesn't get there in time. And Simon, Simon goes down with the bus, but then he survives it and he's in a hospital room and he's, he just, he goes, he goes peacefully. Oh, that's nice. Um, yeah, that's, God, I touching film. <laughs> It's a really bad movie, right? It's not a good. It's enjoyable, you know. I feel like it's it, one of those ones that I associate with you. Maybe <laughs> yeah. you probably owned it. And there's like a long list of those: The Rock, Meet Joe Black, Simon Birch. 
I mean, yeah. And then like Chumanji. Um, if it if it has like my DVD, collection. if it has an older version of a character narrating what's going on mm. in the story, right. it's right up these alley. Yep, Those are his right. favorite kind of movies. Yep. <laughs> and then if they show the Stand guy at the end, me. Spielberg's early '90s movies. <laughs> what was that? The Spielberg movie about like, oh man. Uh, not that we have to talk about this, but I was just reading about it, and we talked about it briefly over the weekend. Uh, the Twilight Zone thing with John Landis, like the, obviously Sons of the News, but John Landis killed basically killed three people. Oh uh, yeah, I was oh. reading about it. It's crazy. So the the one guy, the helicopter accident. Yeah, Vic Morrow. Yeah, the actor died. His name was Vic Morrow. Yeah, Shawnee's still pissed. He doesn't want to talk about this. Miss you, Uncle Vic. <laughs> Miss you every day. So Vic Morrow is like. He said to like somebody on the like on the set. I don't know if it was a if it was a DP or somebody else. He was like, "Why am I doing this? Why didn't I get a stunt double?" <laughs> and he also he was in a movie. I forget it was. I forget what it was. It was a movie where he had to ride in a helicopter, and he took out a million dollar life insurance policy before he had to get in the helicopter. And somebody's like, "Like, dude, it's fine. It's like a movie set. Like nothing's gonna happen." He's like, "No." He's like, "I have a premonition. I die in a helicopter crash." Whoa! Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And then Spielberg stopped talking to him, but uh, I don't even know how I just got on that. Just for, top of mind. Um, somebody said something about Spielberg, I guess. Um, anyway, Simon Birch. Uh, no, keep, keep going. Keep going. I'm not sure what else well, there's to say. Can, I really I don't. We can squeeze like 20 minutes out of this. Oliver Platt was in it. Oh, yeah, actor. that's right. Who that's does he play? Joe, Joe's like stepdad? Uh, yeah. I forget his name. No, not his stepdad. It was Ashley Judd's boyfriend. Okay. Right. That's right. He didn't like him, right? Um, no, Joe didn't like Joe him. Joe didn't like him, yeah. yeah. Simon I, liked him. <laughs> This movie sounds terrible. Like, he's a I've seen he's it. He's a theater teacher. And okay. The guy I... David Strathern was the oh, priest. Yeah. What What happened to that guy? He had a good run. He did uh the last the Born Ultimatum and Good Night and Good Luck, which is nominated for an Oscar for. Fracture. He's in that. Yeah. You're thinking of Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Plays his boss. I don't. I don't remember that. I, I tell you. I do. Wild. I'll tell you what I do remember from Fracture. <laughs> It's like there's a huge twist at the end, and we get out of the theater. I can't remember who I saw it with, and our buddy, our buddy Dan, who whose wedding we were just at, goes, "I knew that was coming." Uh, yeah. And I was like, "No, you didn't. Uh. There's absolutely no, you did not." <laughs> it's actually kind of a kind of a cool twist. It was a good movie. I just uh, remember Gosling's name is Willie Beecham. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Damn, good why, memory. Why, why do I that, is, that is weird. Well, why do I remember Ashley Judd getting hit in the head with the baseball? <laughs> but it's just, it, I think she. It's so like. It's like she's like waving and she's like smiling and walking and <laughs> it's, oh man, I, I, she goes down like a sack of potatoes. Does Simon die like shortly after that? Um, uh, there's still plenty of movie. I oh. think Joe and Simon have a little bit of falling out because Simon killed his mother, killed Joe's mother, and then yeah, that's that understandable. They that. make up and then uh, so Simon was their age. Just go south again. Um, yeah. Who's the actor who played Simon Birch? Did he have, like, something wrong with him? Or was he just a kid? It was a kid from Jerry Maguire? <laughs> it's got, kind of what he looks like. Jonathan Lipnicki? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm assuming he had, you know, some sort of issue. Um, that's, that's always kind of, I don't know, it's always, like, we should do a podcast on, on, like, actors with disabilities who can only do one role. Not that we should do a podcast on that, because that's that sounded horrible coming out. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like if you're like like the giant and big fish, I think that guy died actually. He was from like Westchester, but he right. uh, like he did stuff, but he always just had to be super tall. And then like Peter Dinklage is never going to play, you know, an NBA player in, in a movie. I heard he's I heard he's an a hole. Peter Dinklage. Is that right? Tough yeah. to work with. What I, not, not not necessarily that, but like fans are like, hey man, a big fan. And he's just like he could brushes play, them uh, off. Muggsy Bogues. Well, Muggsy Bogues is black, so. Uh, anyone can play anyone these days. Um, yeah, right. I, you're not even going to need actors soon. There's going to be a movie starring Marlon Brando that comes out in the next 10 years. I guarantee it. Yeah, probably. A young Marlon Brando. They're just going to whack stuff together. Yeah, deep fakes. Yeah. You seen these? You heard about them? No. It's oh. like that thing where they put like Steve Buscemi's face on um, Jennifer Lawrence like accepting that award. And it's like, well, it's just like Photoshop. It's co- Well, I mean, it's it's a deep fake. So it's a, it's a video. It's like a. I don't. Yeah, Does it look it's a real? it's a video. Yeah, didn't I show you that? I thought I showed you that. I don't know. It, it's Steve Buscemi on Jennifer Lawrence Lawrence's body. Yeah, his face that's, that's, on her body. Would you rather? Would you rather do uh, Steve Buscemi's face on Jennifer Lawrence's body? Yes. 
<laughs> anything else. No. <laughs> no faces that. John didn't expect us to. He, he doesn't seriously like Simon Birch, right? I maybe have to, have to, I have to imagine he does. Because why would he? Why would he just request that we discuss Simon Birch? I assumed ironically. The top of the show. I assumed ironically. Maybe that's, not. No, that seems like a John movie too. Yeah. Uh, D, bring it over. I next. also bring it over next time. It's, it's also, definitely still on that I DVD also show. Associate <laughs> D movies with John movies. I feel like you guys have similar taste. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if he has uh, similar taste in the brother duo we're about to talk about now. I'm really trying to avoid that. And no, I, it's not. I, the, and no, it's not the Coen Brothers. I love the Duplass brothers. Love their movies. Yeah, all of them. I haven't seen all of them, but all yeah. the ones I have seen, I'm a fan too. Excellent. You know what's interesting though? It, they're none of them are like super well reviewed. They're all like yeah. Like if you look at like Rotten Tomatoes, they're all like sixty-seven. Yeah, they're like this was fine. It, I think they're I th- well. Some are like that, but I think some are better than fine. The only movie of theirs that they wrote and directed that I was not a huge fan of was Cyrus. I liked that. I yeah, liked I liked yeah. Cyrus. Yeah. Uh, John C. Riley and John C. Riley, Catherine Keener, Catherine Keener, Marissa yeah. Tomei. It's a good, yeah, really good cast. It is. I don't know that that seemed to be like their first. That was probably their biggest budget movie right now that i'm thinking about it i think so probably i think that's like I, one of their only studio films i actually i um saw an interview with him where he addressed that they he did buff puffy chair mm-hmm. that was like his independent movie cost then, 15 grand to make that right and then he got asked to do cyrus by fox searchlight and, oh. then, and then jeff who lives at home was paramount paramount yeah that was that was that like Paul Thomas Anderson had some movies released from it. It was like I don't even know if it still exists. It was I think it was called um I think it was called Paramount Vantage. And it was like their Fox Searchlight. Right. Do you I remember know. that? Yeah, I remember that, yeah. I don't it I, sounds familiar. I don't know that because I think Paul Thomas Anderson releases everything like on Annapurna now, which is that chick who's like twenty six. It's like Larry Ellison's daughter, Megan yeah. Ellison. Right. Who just like the last like my 10 favorite most yeah, favorite movies were like they're turning them out i know them and a24 are like the big a24 is awesome yeah that they were are they doing a midsummer yeah okay. i think so i feel like they did because they didn't or no maybe they didn't do hereditary i think they did yeah i think they did too they, they it's been, either it's either that or annapurna yeah well anyway um yeah so oh, i didn't know that so yeah i guess that kind of makes sense wait they didn't they wrote cyrus though right yes yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know that. I just don't. It wasn't. Yeah, like you said, I think haven't they written everything? They directed maybe. <laughs> Dude, these microphones pick up. Thing. I'm like, what is that noise? What's that noise. He's like fidgeting around there. Maybe it's one of those spinner things. <laughs> um, I I don't know what their first was a Puffy Chair their first feature film. I don't think it was, but it's. I think it was. I think oh, it was. was it? Yeah. Um, it's definitely my favorite of their movies. Um, just very. It's like the most basic movie ever. Uh, it's just about two brothers who, well, one of the brothers is sort of, sort of normal, but kind of struggling with his his girlfriend, and uh, the other brother is just a, he's not like, he's not, he's kind of like Cyrus, like he's just not totally with it, but he's he's a little bit like he's much like that. It is, is Vince? <laughs> no, <laughs> good. Um, and uh, the, the brother who's kind of together finds a uh, chair on the internet that his father used to like sit in when they were kids and he wants to bring it to him for his birthday. So they just kind of go on this road trip and they have to like pick the chair up. But um, there's just scenes. There's a scene. There's probably a 20 minute scene. Do you remember this where like they're trying to get three people into a hotel room, but they're only allowed to have two people in it. it? It might it might be a half hour of him just trying to get everyone into the same hotel room. I, I hardly remember this movie. <laughs> Oh, I only great. saw it one time. It's it just like yeah, this is all you. I didn't see it. Yeah, it, it's uh, well, just just I mean, doesn't he get in a big fight with his girlfriend sometime during the movie? The first scene, they're isn't fighting. that like isn't that your favorite scene? I remember. You I love that. that. Yeah, I love that. They're they're in like a huge fight at the beginning. Um, <laughs> I could pretty much get through the entire movie, but uh, it's it's just Mark Duplass is the the main character. Jay's not in this. The and is his wife. Well, I don't know if his wife at the time, but it's his now wife, uh, Katie Asselton, is is the girlfriend. Um, and, and the, the, fir- the first thing that I noticed from, from the movie that I liked, uh, that surprised me at least was Mark Duplass is a really good actor. And I'm going to talk about that this whole podcast. That guy's like a really, really good actor. And he's an, he's, a, he's a hugely underrated actor. He should be doing roles that, that like maybe not the Ryan Gosling's or the Joaquin Phoenix of the world, but that kind of second tier, like he should be in a lot yeah, more movies I, and I I, he might get offered them, but he's a really good actor. When did you first hear of him? 
Oh, because I remember it being the league. Just point of FX for see, me. See, I'll tell you, I, didn't, I didn't watch that, and I'm a big fantasy football fan. I never really watched the league, but uh, God, I guess it was probably Cyrus. I don't know. Was Cyrus was after Superbad? Yeah, 2010. Yeah. So Superbad came out when? Oh seven. Yeah, so Jonah Hill must have been on my radar, and that's probably when I found out about it. But I think the puffy chair, I just sort of, I probably saw that after I saw Jeffrey Lives at Home, which I saw in theaters. Um, definitely after Cyrus. Uh, trying to think if there was anything else. Probably nothing else. Nothing else in between there. Um, but yeah, that was probably Cyrus was the first I heard of them, and then I just I think the puffy chair was on Netflix, like when Netflix like first started streaming movies, right. <laughs> and I remember watching on there. I think the first time I actually recognized that, um, like, recognized who they were was Dodeca Pentathlon. Like, I think I saw Cyrus, and I saw Jeffrey Lives at Home, and I saw one of their other movies. I forget. And then I didn't realize it was the same filmmakers. Mm -hmm. I didn't, like, I didn't know who made these movies at all. Right. And then when I saw Dodeca, that's when I, I started, you know looking up their movies more and realizing, you know, that I've actually ended up seeing, you know, a lot of their movies already. Yeah. There was, a, I think they did a movie called Baghead. Yeah. Um, which is like a, not necessarily a spoof, but like a take on a horror movie, I think. Right. I never saw that. I haven't been able to find that. Um, the Puffy Chair is actually on Amazon Prime right now. If anyone has that, can watch it. Um, the deck, I don't know if that's still on Netflix. I definitely watched that on Netflix and, and like, <laughs> It's just such a good idea, and it was probably the easiest movie to make. That guy Steve Ziss is in it, who's yeah, who's yeah. one of their like one of their guys, and he's really good in it. He's another uh-huh. good actor. He is a good actor. He's really yeah. good in that show, but just, he doesn't take off. Yeah, we'll get there. Um, but Dodeca is just again, it's a lot of their movies obviously deal with the relationships between brothers, and uh, um, Dodeca is just these two brothers who, I, it, like, one's kind of a schlub, and one's like moderately successful, right? Yeah, one's like living a normal life. He's married. He's got you know got kids. Right. The other one's like a degenerate gambler. But he's like, like the cool big uncle. Poker player. He's yeah, yeah, the cool like one. They right, like right, right, right. But he like, like he typically so the Dodeca Pentathlon they started like when they were kids and it's just ten like random games that they play against each other. Right. It's uh it's twenty five I think. Oh. But they never all finish right, for right. whatever reason. They never finish it. Sorry, Olympian. What do you mean they never finish it? <laughs> They don't finish it when they're kids, so they oh, decide got it. to start okay. over when they're I adults. thought it was like a yearly thing. Okay. Got yeah. it. And then, yeah. But and it gets like, it gets kind of dark, right? Yeah. Kind of as they go through this. Uh, um, yeah. I mean, they end up pretty much getting into a fight over it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I, I more meant like... Talking about like their own problems yeah, they, in their lives. They're, they're, they're all, they're, they're both very, very much flawed and... Yeah. Uh, have some issues, but yeah, another. It's just like they make these simple ideas, and they like it, they don't do anything necessarily special to them. Yeah, it's just like this is how this would play out if this was a real thing, and it could be a real thing. All their movies are on like a micro budget. Yeah, you know, right. just really simple. And that one, dude, like a pentathlon, is them kind of like circling back to like puffy chairs. Yeah, because they did it way, after. But- Jeff Lewis at home and think, Cyrus, right? Yeah, I think uh-huh. even doing those like studio movies was too much. He like wanted to go back to like having creative control and all that. Yeah, yeah. Well, he wasn't complaining when he was getting those paychecks from the league. I'm, I'm sure right. of that. <laughs> Once they started getting big, they were offered a Marvel movie and they turned it down. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. They just said, "Yeah, it's it's not for us at all. Yeah. It's not our thing." Yeah, you know what's weird? You know what's weird? <laughs> they just offer anyone a Marvel movie except Kevin Smith. That's, yeah, that's the really guys cool. build his career the on the love of comic books. They, they they just like the guys directing Infinity War did like three episodes of Community, and then they give him a Marvel franchise. But Kevin Smith can't. I mean, the guy's written comic books. All he does is talk about comic books. They play a role in all his movies. He's like a personal friend of Stan Lee, and he can't direct a Marvel movie. Yeah, it's really crazy. Because now that I'm thinking about it. I think they just throw somebody in the director chair, and they're like, "We have people. It's, it's, we have people that can take care of like ninety percent of it, the CGI exactly. and like the fight scenes." <laughs> it's, and, it's the Very same thing work. like Netflix does with their with their like teen movies. Like there's a formula and they follow this formula because they know that that 12 year old girls are going to love it. And they, they do that. You see all those like stupid high school romantic comedies that come out and they're all directed for teenage girls and they just work in this formula. And I feel like that's what Marvel's at at this point. Like they just they can just like I could sit in that chair and do it. 
Like I, I mean, just all effects. Every every actor has played the same character forty times, so they understand every every quirk of the character. No one's going to tell Robert Downey Jr. how to play Iron Man. And then if you can't work on a computer and do effects, then you're pretty much useless, right? So why can't Kevin Smith do it? <laughs> I mean, if you don't right. like, I think that what would hold it, people would be like, eh, probably shouldn't do it is the CGI stuff. But I feel like that's not what the Russo brothers are sitting there doing, or is it? Vince. Yeah, Vince. Vince. Didn't he, <laughs> Kevin Smith almost made the Superman movie with Nick Cage? <laughs> he um, wasn't that him. It was he uh, to a point where I think they had a suit for Nick Cage. I think so. Like it was, yeah. it was pretty much there. And um, I, I'm 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 probably gonna get this wrong, but somebody like stepped in or somebody wanted to rewrite the script, and Kevin Smith was like, "No, like absolutely not." But there was, I, I feel like Tim Burton was somehow involved and got like on Kevin Smith's bad side. And uh, there was something like, man, there's a movie about that, like a documentary Documentary, about it. Yeah. Um, But there was something where Tim Burton said, said he never read comic books. And like a reporter told that to Kevin Smith, like they were interviewing for like a a magazine article. And Kevin Smith was like, yeah, I could tell (laughs) or something (laughs) like he said something real snarky. And then it kind of uh, kind of kind of no maybe it wasn't it wasn't tim burton it was maybe it was schumacher Oof. it was like yeah one of those terrible ones but uh yeah you're it's that's true he did have kind of an he, he directs um like uh wonder not wonder wonder woman um supergirl tv episodes now good for him yeah yeah he's really, he's really doing well that's but <laughs> why would three. The, we got it's Clark three coming out yeah yeah well no uh jay and silent bob reboot oh God. clerks three put that on either shelf. dante or randall didn't want to do it Jesus. Uh, uh, Jeff Anderson or Brian O'Halloran. Why? Uh, I don't know. Kevin Smith, like, was talking about how it's the best thing he's ever written. And one of them, like, really wanted to do it, and the other one didn't want to do it. I, I don't know why. Because he did Clerks too. so it's... Like, I mean, you might as well redeem <laughs> yourself. We'll get to Kevin Smith soon. Um, uh, I don't know. What else What else do we have on uh, The Brothers? I mean, we can talk about the movies they written, written, directed. I'm, I'm, more, I'm more interested in, like... Uh, well, Jeff Lives at Home is another one that I, I really liked. Um, it's going back to what you said. It gets a little, little about like how every one of their movies is just like so so reviewed, mm-hmm. like straight sixties on Rotten Tomatoes stuff like that. I think that's what they want. To be honest with you, yeah, you're probably either right. that or either <laughs> yeah. that or they just don't care. It whatsoever. is weird, yeah, because they kind of stick with the same themes. Oh yeah, it's like every other. They go back to like brother relationships. Yeah, I mean that's what they went back. I mean, other than basically other than Cyrus, which right. was maybe their biggest critical. But I mean, it was probably the biggest critical, critical, not critical, but box office success because it had the widest release and had Jonah Hill in it, coming off of the hugely popular. Probably no, actually, it probably came off and of knocked up as well, right? Right. So yeah, I mean, it kind of, kind of get it, but. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, that just doesn't seem like it's what they want to do. So they get back to their their bread and butter, which is the the brother relationships. But Jeffy lives at home. Also has like Susan Sarandon. It has that like weird lesbian story arc with her. Sure, kind of comes yeah, out yeah, of nowhere. Yeah. I wish it was more. I wish it was all just about Jason Segel trying to go by glue, which is what he sets out for. Right. <laughs> like that, that would have that that would have been better. Yeah, Mark said that like. What compels him to do these, like small movies, these indie movies, like slice of life, mm-hmm. everyday movies, is that he had a video store near his house growing up, and he would just take out like old Hollywood movies that mm-hmm. like, no one heard of, right? And he wants his movies, he wants some kid to find his movies someday and be like, "What was this?" Yeah, that's already happening, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and they do pop up quite quite a bit like in some capacity i don't know that jay duplass does much acting but mark's done plenty right um and i know they like they i mean if we're not talking about their four movies that we we four of the five we've seen um that they've written and directed uh or i don't know maybe uh, there could be more but they've like made a huge huge effort at just like basically telling people like send us if you have an idea send it to us and like we'll we'll get a made new movie for you Right. And that's kind of how like the creep. I think there's three creeps now. I've only seen the first one, but I liked it. My bad. 
There's I, there's two that are out. I think the third one's coming out later in the year. Have you seen them, Shawnee? What is it? Creep? No. They're just like Netflix movies. Um, Mark Duplass stars and uh, the first one just is a real creepy guy. I don't. I haven't seen the second. Same idea. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Second one is similar to the first. I kind of forget it. Though. Yeah. The, I mean, the premise of the first is um, uh, Mark Duplass plays a guy who is uh, allegedly dying of cancer. So he uh, wants somebody to basically videotape like a couple of days in his life. Um, I'm not sure why he doesn't have kids or anything. I don't believe. Uh, but it just turns out it like it just gets weirder and weirder, and the guy kind of gets a little bit stranger and stranger um as the movie goes on and then uh but it pays off at the end like it's golf balls fire alarm <laughs> all right yeah it definitely pays off at the end that's part of what I like like about it but i haven't watched the second one yet i know that there's three out there I, at least i think there's three out there anything no no yeah um <laughs> well um Back to his acting ability, mm-hmm. um, Mark. Um, that's when I noticed he was a really good actor. Was Creep? Oh, really? Yeah. That's when I really started liking him as an actor. Yeah, I, I mean he's very good in that. I feel like he's he's really good at the puffy chair, and he's great in um. He he's he's great, and and I think he may have wrote this movie. I'm not 100 percent sure though. It's called Blue Jay. With uh, Sarah Paulson, yeah. yeah, he did. I remember when that came out. I yeah. didn't see it though. And he he's he's great in that. Like he's really 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 good. That, um, she. I mean, she's she's very underrated. She's good. Yeah. Like, I think she isn't she like she dates like a seventy eight year old woman or something. There's something weird about her, which I think. I think you're right. Turns people off to it, but she's like she's yeah. incredible. I mean, she was the only like. And and she plays a heinous character in Twelve Years a Slave, but she's the only good part of that entire movie. Like her performance is great. It's so much better than than what's his name Edgio for, and is that him? Sure, is that Edgio for? And Fastbender. God, what's Fastbender got on deck? X Men. Oh, they doing another one of them? I think it just came out recently. Oh man, what, what's Dark, he's been Dark a big Phoenix? Disappointment for me. Oh, is he in that? It's called Dark Phoenix. Yeah, yeah that's the one. Oh, man. They're like pulling it Have you seen any reviews for that? <laughs> I was like, I didn't know he was in that. Yeah. People are walking out. It's throw, like a... <laughs> throwing up. It's like, a, it's like a one on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, Yeah, he's he's really good in that movie, that movie Blue Jay, um, which is, yeah, I guess you can tell he kind of wrote it because it's just a guy who, or a guy who I think lives in the same town he grew up in and like his high school girlfriend comes back into town. And they just kind of like spend a day together. Um, he was in another one too with uh, Elizabeth Moss. Oh, that movie's awesome. Where, it's be, called, where uh, there's like clones or doppelgangers of them or uh, something. The one I love. The one I love. Yeah. yeah, that's the. They're in like the lake house or something. So right? they're playing like two parts. Yeah, yeah. that's I, right. I for, is it clones? I, I forget. I forget. Yeah, it's a good movie. That's a really Sci-fi good movie. Element though. to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I enjoyed that movie a lot. Um, yeah, he's good. I mean. And he's really good in the TV show, the HBO show they did, uh, Togetherness. Which yeah, that movie's or that show's great. It, that was it, a great it, show. That was excellent. What did what did they get? Two seasons. Two seasons. Yep. It's a, good, a really good cast too. Amanda Peet. Amanda Peet. Melanie uh, Linsky. Melanie, yep. And then that's a show. I'm surprised nobody really watched that. Your boy from because it's HBO. OC. You know? What's that guy's name again? Peter Gallagher. Yeah, Peter yeah. Gallagher. Oh, yeah. Sandy Cohen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well. No one's gonna watch that show Euphoria. It's the worst show I've ever seen in my life, and that, that's on HBO. Stuff stuff sneaks uh, by on you. You, I mean, you hear so much about the Game of Thrones and the Sopranos and, and the good stuff. A lot of stuff gets on HBO. That remember that Young Pope with my boy Jude Law? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's they're they're doing another. <laughs> oh, are they really? Yeah. And I think it's uh, but it's like another like I think it's called like the new Pope. Oh, so that didn't get canceled. It, that just ended like up doing a. I guess it's like a. Yeah, I don't know. Getting back after know. it. Um, but Jude's going to be in it again. Oh, nice. Good. Good to see that guy getting some work. Um, and then they did, I, I think it was on Showtime, It's or maybe it's HBO. It's called like Room, Room 104. 104, yeah. yeah. That was HBO too, yeah. Okay, so they produced that. Um, Snuck under the radar. I think they, they may have had an episode or two that they wrote or, or and or directed. I don't think 
maybe they actually Mark may have been in one. Or no, Jay was definitely in one. Um, I watched probably like they're just like little episodes of like or not little episodes. They're all probably half hour episodes of people that go into this hotel, same hotel room, and what goes on in it. Um, but that's a good show. I, I remember the one and. I, <laughs> God, I wish I should have prepared, but I think Mark may have wrote it, and it's about a kid who, um, it's about a kid in, like, I guess it's, I don't know if it's the late 90s or whenever it is, but he's, like, Indian, and, uh, he wrote a novel, and he, like, forgot, he forgot his laptop or something, or laptop charger, and he had to submit his, his like, his final draft, and he was trying to get his, he's talking, he's in the hotel room talking to his mom on the phone, who doesn't really understand the internet, and he's trying to explain to her how to send an email, and she just deletes the book. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, it's 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 a there's some some that are a little off the wall, but some are good. Um, but another it's just another good idea. Like I like stuff like that. They have a lot of good ideas. They do good concepts. Anyone see Paddleton? No, they didn't watch it. What's this now? What is it? Your boy's in it. Ah, this I thought this was like a huge Netflix movie. Paddington the bear. <laughs> Paddleton. Paddington Bear 2. With D. Paddleton. With Ray Romano. <laughs> no, I didn't Oh, you didn't watch that. it? No. I thought you did. I thought you told me about it. <laughs> really? Maybe I did see it. I don't know. Just do your Ray Romano impression. Yeah, just do <laughs> <laughs> I just made up a movie so you do the Ray Romano. <laughs> just set you up. It's, um, it, so they live in like a, like an apartment and Ray Romano is Mark Duplass's like bottom neighbor and they just hang out like every night. And then Mark Duplass gets this like really weird disease. Um, and he basically knows he's going to die. And Ray Romano becomes like sort of like a caretaker for him. But it's called Paddleton because they made up a game. They call it Paddleton. That sounds like a great idea too. They're, they're all good. They're all just like simple ideas. But see, the point is like I think people yeah, keep it simple. I think people have these ideas, but you can't get them made unless you're Mark Duplass. Like you have to have some kind of clout. Like because if you just went, I mean. It, the the, cl- the classic example is Seinfeld, but if you and they do a send up of it on the show, but I think if you go and pitch an idea like that, then it's really difficult to get to get that made if you're not already kind of established. What was like the spark? Like what, what like skyrocketed their career? Was it Puffy Chair, or was it that no. Sundance short? Man, um, I think it was the short. Yeah, the short definitely. Like what got them in? I guess. Well, I don't even know. I mean, so if you because I I saw Jay give a talk i went to a film festival in austin a couple of years ago and he was there because that's where they're from or they're from uh, louisiana, louisiana. louisiana okay yeah. and then and then they lived in austin together yep him and jay or mark and jay and jay said like he was still struggling they were still like struggling in austin when he was like 29 i yeah i read like an interview that they gave and it was basically what you're saying well, well Sha- shawnee explain the the short that we're, we're talking about What's the title again? It's this like, is John or I am yeah, John. This is John. Um, it's just a static shot of Mark Duplass playing this character, John, and he's trying to record like an outgoing message on his answering machine. And he keeps messing it up and progressively starts to mentally break down and cry and lose it. And it's great. Yeah, it's on it's on YouTube, it's, I it's think. You probably it watch is it. on YouTube, yep. Um, so people see that and I... But they made the the puffy chair was like their their the Duplass mom and dad just had to pay for it. It was fifteen grand, and they just put up all the money for it. And the dad the dad's actually plays the dad in the movie. Um, not really a big role or anything, but I, I, yeah, I don't know if when they started like making money to make movies or I guess they made the. I don't know. Do you other do you other IMDb up, Shawnee? I don't I don't know if the puffy chair was like what year that was or it doesn't feel like it was that long ago. That maybe was it their wasn't. First feature length. I think that was like 2006. <laughs> was it really? Or maybe 2004. So when we, were, when we were talking about Simon Birch, I looked up the movie Freak the Mighty. Do you remember that? Nope. <laughs> oh, the Mighty. Yeah. Yeah, the Mighty. Yeah, yeah. It was just called the Mighty. <laughs> Kieran Culkin. <laughs> and that's what I have up because the internet cocked out at that point. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what's up. Um, <laughs> All right, never mind. What is? I just want to go on a tangent. What is Freak the Mighty? It reminds me of Simon Birch. That's why I looked it up. Because <laughs> of the little kid. <laughs> oh. Looks just like him. Kieran Culkin? Freak the Mighty. Uh, the, uh, all right, so there's the kid who's the Mighty, and he's like six foot whatever, and they're they're like in fifth grade. 
You're thinking of Angus. No. <laughs> Remember that movie? <laughs> was that? I don't even know. I don't even know what that was about. And he's like a big, like, gentle giant kid. And then Freak is like a little, like, disabled kid who gets on Mighty's shoulders. Yeah. Oh, that's didn't you and Tom Savage do yeah. like so we, NFL quarterback Tom Savage? NFL, <laughs> was, NFL quarterback Tom Savage and I was six in, foot eight, in seventh, grade, seventh grade. Recreate, recreated a scene from this movie where, of course, I Sorry. was freak and got on his. <laughs> You're probably taller than him, though. <laughs> um, and got on his shoulders. <laughs> All right, well, nothing like when me and D created uh, recreated Simon Birch. Yeah. <laughs> he hit Joe in the head with a baseball and he died. <laughs> and then he just did a defensive impression because my name's Joe. Um, Two plus problems. Yeah, so I, I I, don't, I don't, like, I, I had no idea who that, I mean, I was, I saw 56 movies in 2009. I had no idea who the Two plus brothers were. So I don't know that the puffy chair necessarily, necessarily put them on, on the map. I, I think they but were, it's going back to like noticed, it's going back to like saying everybody has these ideas and you have to be the yeah, class yeah. brothers to do them. So it's well, like you have to you have to make one of them yeah. for cheap and right. hope it does really well. Yeah, exactly. That's what you want to do yeah, if you want to. That's the Kevin Smith way. <laughs> do the ideas in your head. Um, yeah, that's definitely the. Uh, but I believe I mean they're not that young right now, are they? They're like in no, the like 40s. I said, but like before yeah. Puffy Chair, Jay was like twenty nine. They're still struggling pretty late. That's yeah. what I know. They're like. Um, editors like freelance film right. editors, yep. and yeah, that's, that's, that's they were trying to find like their way into the industry. That's what yeah. Jay. That's what Jay did, and Mark was like on drugs, like touring in like an indie band or something. <laughs> well, um, then that's when they made that. This is John. Right. They took like okay. their dad's old camera, bought like a, a a tape for like three bucks. Right. Made that, entered it into Sundance. It won. Now people are starting to pay attention yeah, to them. Right. right. And then, yeah, I guess they got the funding from their parents to make the puffy chair. Right. And then, and then it just sort people of people like that. Off. Yeah. I think there was, there was a uh, critic, I can't remember who it was, but he, and I think probably what really got the puffy chair over the edge, the critic said, um, he said, it's one of the 10 best, uh, American films or no, it's, it's one of the best American films made in the last 10 years about the puffy chair. And I think people, it was, I forget who it was, but it was somebody that you would know. Maybe it was, um, who was that guy from Chicago that wasn't Ebert or Roper? Siskel? No. A.O. Uh, Scott? No, no, he's from New York. God, I hated that guy. Uh, Michael Phillips. Michael Phillips? Is that yeah, his name? Yeah. Richard Phillips? Michael Phillips. Michael I, th- Phillips. I think it, it may have been him, but um, anyway, yeah, I guess that's kind of where it got rolling. But they're, I mean, they just do so much now. It's like hard to keep up with them. Other thing we covered pretty much, <laughs> pretty much all of it. And I think part of it is, you know, they probably film these things in like two weeks, you know? It's just a yeah, camera not, and their actors, right? And that's it. Yeah, and it's not like I think they can get a, a Susan Sarandon in a movie, and they can get a um, she'll do anything. Man, it's it's true. Like Franco home run, Phyllis take the lead. Oh my god! And then Brad Miller hit a back to back home run, seven five Phyllis. Um, <laughs> um, oh boy. Yeah. So I don't. I, I have no idea what we're talking about. I have absolutely no clue. Worst episode ever. <laughs> well, they're just like it's such a it's impossible to get your arms around these guys because they do everything. They just, they just wrote a book. Yes. You know it's uh, which I don't even know what it's about. I don't. Maybe is I it read. fiction? I don't, I don't think. think I don't think it, it is. I don't think. But it they wrote is. it together. That's weird. That's the one thing. It's like their biography, I think. Auto, no, is that all? Yeah. Well, we probably could have could have gleaned some some information from <laughs> from that <laughs> before talking about these guys. Like I think this happened. Um. But I think they are like you have to appreciate what they actually do for people that are trying that are people in the same situation as them that are trying to make movies because they seem to be like receptive to anyone and will like try to genuinely help. Like they seem like pretty decent people. That is cool. Definitely. In that in that regard. Um did anyone watch Transparent? Do you watch that, right? No, I never seen it. Shawnee? I did not. Yeah, no one's literally um, no one's seen it then. But that was Jay was in that, right? He was apparently really good in it, yeah. yeah. I'd never seen Jay act before. He was in think. He was in none of their movies, I don't think. No. I thought he was in something else, though, that I have seen. He was in Transparent and then a Hulu original show. I can't remember what it's called. Was it called... Um, yeah, if you say it, I might. Was it called... Oh, man. There was a show... I don't... I don't Is think... It, oh, my God. It was called... Um, Is he in, like, a Friends with Benefits oh, situation? Oh, no. He's in, um, he's in that show with Mindy Kaling. Who? 
The Mindy Project. Mindy, Mindy Kaling. <laughs> you try to say it because she's Indian, like as though as though that's her real last name. Oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Why is she still relevant? Um. Oh, speaking Here of where we speaking go. of no, no no this is here we're gonna we're gonna pivot to the mini kaling uh 15 minutes speaking of having a good idea uh do you know how she got like started getting noticed and getting like writing jobs the office she, no before that probably how she got on the office she wrote a she wrote a one-act play called matt and ben about matt damon and ben affleck writing goodwill hunting it's supposed to be great. That's actually pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right, I take it back. She's great. She's got. She's funny on the she's office. Cool again. She is. She is funny. She, she had a book recently come out too. I don't. I don't know why. I don't know why anyone. I don't know why some people are so relevant and some people aren't. Like the Duplass brothers should be much more well known than the Russo brothers, but it's not the world we live in. <sighs> I don't know. Um. Uh, the other, the other thing I actually Mark, Mark doesn't want to live in that world. Yeah, he wants the weird kid to find his movies and be like, "What?" The They're hell? like the Avett brothers. I do hope they I keep guess. making those like small budget indie movies for the remainder I think of their careers. But I think I, that's I, all he wants. But like, I also it seems like it's all he wants. Like I, I, I know it's. I understand it's difficult. You couldn't put the puppy chair in. in you couldn't get it on two thousand screens. You would have it at. You would have it on two screens in Philly, maybe and. Bryn Mawr and one of the Ritzes and then I guess a couple of places in New York and you're not going to have it like in the middle of the country anywhere so I kind of like like the idea of those guys because they make good movies but I don't I don't know that anyone's going to release like you couldn't put you couldn't put a you could because they have but I think it's difficult to put that kind of movie up against like up against a Marvel movie and up against a, a Apatow comedy or up against like whatever I, I, like what's I don't what's in, have a shot. what's in what's in theaters right now I can't name one movie that's in theaters right now. Toy Not Story. one. Toy Story. No, oh, that's right. You can't put it up against a Toy Story four. Although, what, what's no one saw that yet? No. Now I'm I'm a Pixar hater, but I hear that it's not getting the greatest uh, the greatest buzz. I hear people like three was tough to top. <laughs> they didn't I do hear, it. Um, I saw four stars on RogerEbert.com. I can't remember who gave it, but I hear the girl takes a plastic fork and puts googly eyes on it and mm. little like uh, pipe cleaner arms, mm. and that makes it come to life. As if it's like a toy, mm-hmm. and it wants to be non-existent. Oh, it okay. It doesn't want to be alive. That's terrific for kids. That's great. That's like uh, that's great. That's, that's like when and that's the plot. And I think Woody has to show him that like life is worth living <laughs> as a toy. Yeah, his life's been great. All he does is like run around. <laughs> like it's always some kind of. What's the first one that gets I, stuck I, in like a grabbing machine? Is that like the premise of the movie? <laughs> a Pizza Planet. <laughs> <laughs> If if the internet actually worked here, which it does not, um, we could pull up who wrote some of those Toy Story movies. It's it's it's, it's insane. Um, it's it's like the what's the guy's name? Uh, uh, Tom Lasseter? Tom well Tom McCarthy, the guy who wrote like Spotlight. He wrote some. He, of that? I think he wrote number three. Wow, and he's it's, it's like a weird. It's it's a there's a lot of he's in Meet the Parents, right? Yeah, Is the uh, Bob, Doctor uh, Bob. Dr. Bob. <laughs> Man. Um, hold on, let me, uh, maybe not the, the first one was, I guess the first one was Lassiter, R.I.P. Let me see here. One of the, um, yeah, well, Lassiter had the story, Pete Doctor, Andrew Stanton. Uh, so here, Joss Whedon. Who's that he wrote, He wrote one of the Toy Stories? He, Joss Whedon. He directed one of the, the second Avengers movie. And then, um, Joel Cohen, not. C O E M, but C O H E N. The guy he, he's like a show or was a showrunner for The Simpsons. That Joel Cohen. So that's Toy Story one. Wait, who was? Huh. What, what were you saying? Joss Whedon. Yeah, D S. Who that was? Oh. I said he directed the second Avengers. Yeah. Um. Okay. No one famous wrote the second one. I guess that was the worst one, though, right? What's that? Toy Story. I've only seen the first one. You saw the third one. I didn't. Who did I see that with? My first one's the best. You're by yourself. You I def- definitely didn't see it by myself. They go in order. Yeah, the third opinion. one was written by Michael Arndt, who's the guy who won a screenplay for Little Miss Sunshine. And that's supposed to be the best one, right? Okay, I lied about the uh, Tom McCarthy. <laughs> no, Hold think- on. Let me see. Uh, he wrote something for Pixar. And it was... Well, he wrote the Pixels movie. No, he's in the Pixels movie. Up? Oh. I don't know. I don't think he wrote Up. Did he? Are you looking it up? No. Oh, yeah, he did write Up. Or he came up with a story for Up. Well, that's I, depressing. I used to like that guy, I know. And it was a screenplay by Mark Duplass. Okay. 
Um, what else is in theaters? Yeah, let's see. What else is in theaters that I can can hate? Rocket Man. I saw Rocket Man. There should be a new set. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just railing everything that's in theaters. <laughs> How was that? <laughs> it was good. It could have been a lot better. It was. It was pretty gritty, right? Yeah. Nothing. Because Elton was kind of like, yeah. Definitely deserved its R rating. How's the kid? Um, pretty good. Yeah. Who else is in it? Anyone else? Um, the um, not that he's anybody that anyone knows. The What's guy, the, the guy that plays his love interest, he's going to be huge, I think. Who is it? Uh, Richard Madden. What's he in? He was a character in Game of Thrones. He made it to season. Richard Madden isn't he older? Never mind. Don't want to spoil it. Oh yeah, um, don't. Uh, well, you know it's funny. I've heard so. He was, many... he was Rob Stark in Game of Thrones. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Okay. Like I don't know which one that is, but I've heard so many spoilers for Game of Thrones, and I'm gonna go watch. It. I'm not gonna remember them. Somebody right, told me, I know because they're so. Somebody so... told me how it how it ended, and I don't know if it's true or not. Yeah, I heard this too. Like I don't know if it's actually the way it ended or if it's just like a joke. Does it sound like a joke? Because that's probably how it ended. <laughs> no, I mean it sounds. It was. Uh, what do we say? Like fast forward ten seconds or twenty seconds if you don't want to have Game of Thrones ruined. But I read that. Um, I read that. Like a dragon just burns the throne, just spits fire on the throne. Correct. Well, see that's cool because Drexel can use that for basketball like videos and stuff because sure they're the, they the only dragons in Division One. So that's what happens. So yep. no one gets the throne. I think we're past that twenty seconds. Ah, oh, whatever. Tell me this. <laughs> does, does, just tell me this. Does Dinklage make it? Nah, don't tell me. All right, don't tell me. Don't tell me. <laughs> I'll forget anyway. Um, uh, Rocket Man, Shawnee, anything uh, in theaters? You saw Booksmart? Oh, I saw Booksmart. What time? How what time I, are I we at? By the way, I loved it. Um, Forty-seven minutes. Oh boy. I want to save talking about Booksmart uh, for our episode where we um, discuss our favorite movies of the year so far. Okay, because that's going to be in there. Oh, it's in I there. Lo- loved it. Do you like it as much, Day? I don't think I liked it as much as Shawnee. <laughs> There's a lot I liked about it and a lot I didn't like about it. Is it um? Is it? I know Shawnee's compared it, or I don't know if he necessarily compared it, but you just kind of said like it was well, super said, bad with girls. But is it? Is it? Does it go for that kind of humor, or is it more like see, D's favorite movie of all time, eighth grade? See, that's the thing. <laughs> uh, kind of. I feel like it's like a mixture of so many, like a super bad movie, kind of like eighth grade at times, kind of like can't hardly wait like it kind of felt like 90s movies which one, which like that ones, i kind of like that which like which one can't hardly wait it's like with the big party and like melissa joan hart throws the party she's like the girl throwing it and then there's like so many like seth green is in it as like a and who's the yeah. main girl what's her name again jennifer love hewitt yeah oh, man, she's she like was the popular girl what was uh never been kissed like it felt like a 90s movie at times like 90s high school movie it felt like super bad it did feel like eighth grade Direct, like a, directed like by Olivia Wilde, right? Good mix of everything. Directed by Olivia Wilde, and you knock out. I'll get into it more in the. All right, save it for the best. Uh, I'm gonna get into Paddleton a lot more <laughs> during the uh, the best of the year, the best of the year segment as well. So get ready for that. Um, yeah, I don't know. All right. I want to see that uh, the John DeLorean movie looked pretty good. Yeah, that was. Um, it was Alec Alec Baldwin played uh, the guy who invented the DeLorean, but it was like a documentary. Yeah, and he no, mixed I, with like a scripted movie. What was it called? It was something about framing John DeLorean. Framing. All right, so hold on. This might this might tie in nicely if if it's what I'm thinking of. And it is okay. So yeah, like he said, it's a it's a documentary, but Alec Baldwin jumps in like cuts in. You ever see that? Uh, was it Wormwood that show on uh, Netflix? No. Four-parter, Peter Sarsgaard. It's about a guy who... Uh, oh, I heard of it. Yeah, it looked good. Who, uh, it's about a guy who... Um, he was in the CIA, and he fell out a window and died. And his family thought that possibly it was not... He didn't fall out or jump out and take his own life, but he was like... They were testing LSD on him, and he jumped out the window because he was on LSD. And it's like... It's that kind of style where it's like part documentary, part... Um, real action and that's like uh american animals that movie i really like right but anyway the people that directed it it's a guy named don argot and a woman named sheena joyce sound familiar no so where we record this right now they made a movie called it was called um slow learners and it was filmed in media 
Oh. And they like go into Sligo. They eat at Fellini. Right. I remember reading about that. In the movie. Recent? Uh, a couple years ago. A couple years ago. So they, they, Five years ago. They screened it at... Actually, no. It had like a run at Bryn Mawr. I don't think it was anywhere else. But it's with... um, It was like a decent movie. It's with... Uh, the guy's name's Adam Pally. He's in some oh, yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I like him. He's funny. Yeah, he's in it. He's good in it. Um, But yeah, it's all media. But the last scene, they're at a location in media, which like I see every single day of my life. And apparently this location is known for great cinnamon buns. But that just doesn't exist. Wait, what? The location doesn't exist? That's like, they're at this location. Like it's the, known for their cinnamon buns, but it doesn't exist. It, that's just like in the world of the movie. In the world of the movie, which which bothers me to no end. Yeah, me too. Because I wish that there was a cinnamon bun place, but... Less. Anyway, oh, yeah, it looks good. Um, all right. <laughs> all right, well... <laughs> Is there anything Duplass Brother covered at all, right? I said we end on the cinnamon bun place. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. Well, sorry, Mark and Jay. Um... If if any if we like tweeted this at them like they would listen to it. <laughs> I tweeted something in like 2010 and Jay got back to me. <laughs> Is that true? I said something like it was I forget maybe send, after I saw Dodeca or something. Jeff who lived in Rome. Yeah, and now it's a movie. <laughs> I was like, uh, I was like, oh God, I can't remember what it, it was. Something about like how the Duplass brothers make movies about brothers, and he liked it or something. Or he said, like, this is true. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's got to be, it's also got to be a little bit weird for, like, I feel like, like, the Coen brothers, same, same success, right? I mean, Ethan embarrassed himself, like, <laughs> writing plays, but, and, like, working on music. <laughs> but, but, but all in all, the same success. I feel like Mark is, like, basically a movie star and doesn't want to be. Like, Wait. I feel like Mark's more jealous of Jay. Right. Wait, what do you mean the same success? Like, you wouldn't say that Joel Cohen has had more success than Ethan Cohen, oh, but oh, you would say, like, Mark has had more success more success than Jay Duplass, but gotcha. I don't know. Did I talk about... I don't think <laughs> I talked about it yet. Um, no, we'll go off on this, but let's do the, our recommendation section, and if you guys don't have a movie, it doesn't matter, because I'll just recommend mine. I'll recommend Booksmart in theaters. All right, perfect. Do you have a recommendation? Uh, Rocketman. <laughs> All right, great. Um, I'm going to recommend... I can't remember if I talked about it the last time, but uh, the Avet Brothers movie from Apatow, it was called... Uh, I think it's called Something May It Last. Christian. I believe it's called May It Last. And uh it's just about it's just about the Avet brothers and kind of how they work and like where they live. They just live like in their hometown still and pretty modestly. Um but it's it's just interesting seeing them work together. Like they just sit in a room and kind of work out like lyrics. It's it's like crazy. And I assume that's how, how these guys do it too, but it's weird. I mean Does Judd pop up in it? Of course he does. He does. Right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Come on. Awesome. What do you think? He's not going to put himself in the documentary Just that has who? nothing to do with him? John Apatow. Yeah. He like co-directed it. He's a, he's the biggest narcissist on earth. <laughs> he really is. Everything I said about to... him was true in episode three. Did you say that stuff about him? I thought yeah. we, I thought we like praised him in that episode. You you're remembering incorrectly. I, I think you ended the episode by saying like I think you said like it sounds like Joe hates John Apatow and, and I've never seen any of his movies. <laughs> Yeah, because that's what it did sound like. <laughs> it did, and it's it's and true at least on my yeah, part. Um, but no, it's 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 such a good it's, it's such a good documentary. It and like really, it's really well done, and it's just kind of about um, basically soup to nuts of them recording an album. But it's just interesting to see how they work and kind of their home life. And it's weird when like you have the Avets and the Coens and the Duplasses who work so well. Like, and I, I'm assuming the Duplasses do, but I mean, there's everyone that has ever worked the Coen Brothers. Like, yeah, it's great. Like, they don't. Like, they don't fight or anything. And they're just, like, they're all on the same page and all that stuff. But you get into, like, a lot of times I, f- I feel like in a, like, uh, like music, especially where brothers will, like, Oasis, they just, like, hated each other. Um, I feel like other bands have had brothers that just, like, fall apart. I don't know. Ridley Scott and Tony Scott never worked together, right? No Scott brothers? Because <laughs> D was, like... I think so. We were talking about, like, this, see, this morning we were, or no, yeah, this morning I think we decided on what topic we were going to do, and D said, like, like you got the Coen brothers, the something other brothers, the Scott brothers, and I was like, who are the Scott brothers? Wait, no, you know what? I think they uh, produced a couple movies together. I mean, uh, is Great Scott their company? I thought it was Rid- Ridley Scott's company. Maybe no, it's... I don't know. But I think they both produced um, uh, Jeff Lives at Home. Or they're both exactly... <laughs> Are you trying to make a joke? No. It's going over like a lead balloon. 
You're telling me that that Ridley Scott and Tony Scott produced Jeff Who Lives at Home. Executive producers right. on Jeff Who Lives right. at Home. Hold on, let, let me here we go. let me get into this here because if this is if this is true, then then we should just end the podcast forever here. Because I'm telling you, that would be completely oh, ridiculous. Dang internet! All right, I got it, Johnny. Hold on. All right, uh, producer Robert Dorman, Helen Easterbrook, Leanne Halfen, Stephanie Langoff. Jason Reitman, Russell Smith, Steve Rails, Jill, Rachel Morris. So, hold on. Could there could they be in anywhere else here? I don't see any executive producer. Uh, Damn, did I dream that? <laughs> what a weird thing. Like, but in what in what world would that make any sense? I don't know. <laughs> I thought you were making a, a joke. Hold on. Let me. Let me look at Ridley Scott because I, I gotta get to the bottom of this. Were you thinking of Jason Reitman? And that's all we have for you tonight. All right, hold on. Oh, oh this is this is a classic episode. It's you know it's bad when the high point was Simon Birch and <laughs> just talking about him hitting a mom in the head with a baseball. Glad we did that. At the okay, top of the my show. bad. Here we go. They executive produced Cyrus together. There it is. That's weird. That's yep. really weird. Maybe it's just like a brother connection. Maybe. But that is uh, that is odd. Wow! It all comes full circle. There, it sure does. That's like uh, what's that game? Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yep. We just went like, <laughs> like. <laughs> if we can tie this into Simon Birch in, in some way, then that would be. Oh. Let, let me let me just let me pull up the Simon Birch IMDb real quick. <laughs> Hold on. It's a uh, man. Wow! You, <laughs> if you type Simon in IMDb, it's not one of the first like. 10, 10 things that come up. The first is Simon Kinberg, who was an actor in The Martian. Simon Bird from The Inbetweeners comes up before Simon before Birch. Simon Birch. <laughs> Good. Briefcase wanker. Oh, man, look at him. All right. Mark Stephen Johnson directed it based on a novel by John Irving. I'm assuming very loosely based. <laughs> Produced by... Nope. All right, no connections. Well, Sarandon's not in it. Uh, <laughs> hold on, no, I don't think so. Simon's grandmother. God, she's old. Uh, or Tim on. Robbins. Come on, we gotta find something. Uh, directed by the same guy. Cast. Let's see here. Right, Joseph Mazzello, Ashley Judd. Wait, Oliver Platt probably is on a Duplass. Bro, he was in a. Oliver Platt was in no. I'm thinking of that movie. Please give. That's a. That's that's not it. Oh man, hold on. We're gonna get it. We can't. We can't end the episode until we get it. We'll be the, here a while. Jan Hooks from uh. SNL. She passed. SNL. Yeah. Passed uh, did she? Yeah. Man, <laughs> there might not be a connection between. Uh, between Jeffy Lives at Home and right, Simon Birch, unfortunately. Or the Duplass Brothers and Simon Birch. Another oh, well. solid episode in the books. Yep. Yeah, Vince is Vince is gonna have steam coming out of his ears listening to this one. The game plan is that on July first <laughs> I would like to uh or sometime after I would like to record our favorite movies that we've seen um so far in two thousand nineteen. Yeah, it's probably close to because remember, Shawnee, the first episode we ever did was best movies of the first six months of the year, right? Yeah. So we're probably getting close to a uh, getting close to a year anniversary with eleven episodes to show for it. <laughs> um, so there's that, and then uh, I think we should do a Tarantino episode before leading up to when does uh, that come out? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the first weekend in August, I believe. The first weekend in August. So we got yeah, we got time. <laughs> It'll come and go. All right. All right. We are on. Uh, and if any of you out there have any ideas for topics <laughs> you'd like us yeah. to talk about, please. We don't have an email. Uh, <laughs> Tweet us. Go to the. Uh, I don't think we have Twitter. No, no we, we do. Facebook we do. Our Twitter. Our Twitter is at We Talk Pictures and our Instagram is at Talking Picture Talk. I actually, actually put a picture up on the, uh, the Instagram. And please actually do send ideas. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. The first person that sends an idea might get a prize. Yep. They probably yeah. won't. Nope. Happening here. Uh, yeah, no, definitely not. All right. All right. That'll do it. See you July 1st or... Ish. July 1st, 2020.
There is no way of knowing. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Oh, wait, we actually got a uh, we got a uh, we got a like on our picture here. Whoa. Yeah. Our buddy, uh, our buddy Dan from school, Dan Matthews. Uh, he Dan likes up. it. He likes it. Dan All right, that'll do it. All right, thanks, Dan. Thanks, everybody yep. else. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, everybody else. <laughs>